You're listening to 1001 Album Club, where each episode we discuss a different album from Robert Demery's book, 1001 Albums You Must Hear Before You Die. episode we'll be talking about pentangle basket of light in the room i have rob Mm -hmm. ben Uh and john basket of light is the third album by the british folk rock group pentangle released on 26 october of 1969 on transatlantic records the producer was shell tommy and the genre is uh, folk jazz and folk and i'm reading from the book giacarlo susanna in 1967 established uk folk Guitar heroes Bert Yonch and John Renborn moved from their collaborative album Bert and John to form a new band, The Pentangle. The rhythm section consists of Danny Thompson and Terry Cox, while vocalist Jacqueline McShee was a well-known figure on the folk club circuit. The new quintet would embrace not only folk and traditional ballads, but also blues, jazz, and original songs. Basket of Light is the quintet's most important album, both in terms of quality and commercial success. Light Flight may not be the Pentagle's fans' favorite, but in the UK, the BBC used it as the theme tune for their TV series Take Three Girls, and the track soared to number five on the UK singles chart. Lavishly attired in a gatefold sleeve featuring a picture of the band playing a concert at London's Royal Albert Hall, Basket of Light made top five in the UK album charts, staying at the top ten for a month, and became one of the best-selling records in the history of the legendary Transatlantic Records. All right, what do we think of the Pentangle, Basket of Light? I think the words that you used when you said uh, the uh, the folk circuit, it, yep. it made me shudder. <laughs> like, it, it made me like think of any open mic I've been to, but then having to tour those open mic spots and listen to the shit that's happening. Oh my god, why is this album in here, guys? It's a, it's a lot more complex than that, though. It's, I mean... It's the combination of... <laughs> the things that I've liked the least so far that we've reviewed, which would be Joan Baez and Laura Nairo kind of a bit in the stylings <laughs> of the, the shrill female vocalist mixed with some, you know, hip noodling here and there. And, um, I, I don't, I don't care for it. What do you think about the sort of medieval qualities of the sort of... So, okay, I, okay. okay. So those who may have heard my comments on the Donovan album uh, know <laughs> that I'm uh, one who may occasionally like to travel the Misty Mountains That's and right. uh, throw an axe here or there from time to time. I'm just going to lay it out. <clears throat> so they're deep in this medieval shit. Yeah. Uh, Pentangle is, or Pentacle, but uh, it's the sigil of Gawain... Uh, referenced in Arthurian legend Gawain and the Green Knight Uh, and so they've got all that going on all over here when you are looking at something that you hate in order to try to find a nugget of something you like I can do that but that doesn't make me like it 
<laughs> so, <laughs> like, there's traditional folk songs that are in here, like the basically, I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's L-Y-K-E, Wake Dirge. The word that's on the, like, this is me trying to find something in here that I like. The word that begins it is lick, which is the same word for the undead ghost monster you find in Dungeons and Dragons. And so I was like, oh, well, it's about a body and a corpse, and that should be cool. Nope, still sucks. Then there's, uh, like, the hunting song, and it's about, like, medieval hunting kind of hobbity. Nope, still sucks. And then you're like, oh, okay, well, House Carpenter, that's a song about being tricked by Satan. No, still sucks. <laughs> like, there's nothing in here that I could find that would pull it out of this just drudgery. Now, that being said, these guys can play their instruments. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And and the drummer and the bassist especially are really, really tight and really good. They're jazz boys. They're jazzy boys, and they play the jazz nice. I did not hate this record. Jazz. Yeah, I didn't hate it either. I didn't like all of it. Mm -hmm. Some of it I really like. I, I like that first song, Light Flight. Yeah. Uh, it was a good album opener for the uninitiated. Like, this is my, the first thing that I had listened to by this band, and I thought it was one of the more accessible songs on the record. I, I would argue it's the only accessible song on the record. No, I don't think so. Really? Yeah. There's, there's a couple songs. Train Song would be uh, accessible, and the one after that. I think that I, I I I gave the when we did the Burt Yanch uh, album. I think I gave that a positive. It reminded me kind of. You said it was twee. It was twee in sort of like a Wes Anderson film. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I think I thought it was maybe a little little Nick Drakey. Yeah, uh, I can see that. Which I, I still think it is, and I think we're going to be doing Nick Drake in a few episodes. Yeah. Right about the end of side one, which would be like train song. So it's like track five out of nine. Right around at that point, I'd hit my saturation point for medieval jazz folk. Mm -hmm. And it just like it just became all too much. It was like, I get it. I don't hate it. But this is this is just too much for me right now. Like, I, I needed to take a break from the Baroque jazz folk. Yeah, that, that that's kind of my takeaway on it. Yeah. I, I think I like this band in small doses. I think I think so, too. I'm kind of with you on that. I don't like, I don't really like the sitar. I don't think it adds, I, I know what they were going for. And obviously it's 1969. So who's going to fault them for sticking a sitar in there? I mean, it's in two years too it, late for that yeah, sitar. Yeah, well, well, it's in every, every band right you now. You can walk down the street without getting a fucking <laughs> sitar at this point. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm sure you could pick a bunch of uh, used ones <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, 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 guitar guitar. Used guitar. <laughs> yeah. So of course they're gonna like try it out. They're a bunch of folkies, right? Uh, I really uh, light flight. I really liked. However, I'm not. I wasn't so keen on the vocaling styling on that one. And then Bert Yanch's vocals, I don't really like. But then I like her singing on. On her other songs, when it's not so, when she does a not the falsetto, yeah, when she's yeah. singing normally, I don't need that falsetto. I don't either. I could use it in, like you're saying, in small doses. Yeah. I could use it, but I don't appreciate when it's all falsetto. I like her normal, you know, singing voice a lot more. And yeah, the playing, I could, I feel like I could almost just listen to this in the background of them playing almost well, yeah, as like it, a it, bossa nova record mm -hmm. or something. If you got rid of the vocals, we'd be talking a totally different like thing here. Like there, yeah. there's like, there's some cool arrangements that are happening. Like, yeah, they're definitely like very, very talented. Yeah. Um, it's just, 
I, I like <laughs> originally when I was like, oh, Pentagon, I was thinking, oh yeah, Pentagram, nice. And it, I, when I put the record on, it was not Pentagram. Oh no, Pentangle. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, what what has this brought? What what sort of joy has this record brought any of you? Like. I I like the the dirge. I mean, I like this sort of like monk chanting, weird, you know, this kind of like folky European folky uh, elements. Also, I did write down on the train song. Two minutes in, there's a vocal breakdown, and it is solid. It's awesome. Would you say that this is music for jazzy hobbits? Somebody who's hitting the the pipe weed a little bit and getting yeah. out of the shire. <laughs> I guess, but it's got that sitar and it just... But, oh, yeah. But just because you're a jazzy hobbit doesn't mean that you can do the blues. It doesn't mean Wait, that you can... There oh, there's a blues. The, the there's train a song is a blues song. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then the the Sally Go Round the Roses is a... Sally Go Round the Roses. That's is a, a, it's a, a cover. Yeah, it's, cover a, it's a whatever it is, the, the that's Janets. No, that's no good. No. Right. Sally Go Around the Roses. Okay. I'm going to put it on. <laughs> it's a cover. The original version of that song, I really like. Uh, it's 1963 by the Janets, who were a girl group. And it was released as like an R&B song. Like, like a girl group R&B song in 63. And it just, like with their contemporaries, the song Sally Go Around the, Round, Sally Go Around the Roses, it just sticks out like a sore thumb. It's like, weird and haunting and the lyrics are cryptic and it's like the roses won't hurt you the roses keep your secrets and there's like this weird like call and response thing then i just remember like when i was listening to like girl group stuff i was like man this song's weird and cool and i've just kind of always liked that song because it's a weird and cool song and in in an era where like a lot of the girl groups were kind of doing cookie cutter stuff just because the sound was cool and I think it lends itself nicely to this jazz folk because it's weird. I don't hate their version of it. I prefer the Janet's version of it. Yeah. But you don't hate it. No, because I, I but I came into it already liking the song. And you think that their version I, I don't know the original they don't, but I, well they don't really change that much. Would you say it elevates the source material? I mean, they throw some jazz solos over it. Is that elevation? It depends who you ask. I'm asking you. No. <laughs> okay. No. I so, think that I think that the song was most effective in its simplicity. And I think that's kind of like the song Ico Ico. Like when the Dixie Cups do it, like another girl group. Like they're doing the song Ico Ico and it's got all this like like New Orleans like voodoo imagery in the lyrics and they're doing like this like this simple like sing song girl group song. And, like, them giving it that kind of treatment, making it just, like, really accessible and poppy, I think is what makes it a really cool song. 
like if you're if it's just your ears listening to it, it's like yeah, yeah, Ico Ico. And then when you listen to like what these girls are actually singing about, you're like, oh, that's some weird shit. And I, that's why I like that version of that song. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's just a non-traditional treatment of a song or a non-traditional subject matter for a pop song. Yeah. I think that a lot of this album is liking maybe some of what some of the source material is. Like the the dirge is an old, you know, traditional folk song. And it has that interesting sort of whatever old English style to the words, uh, you know, fire and fleet and candlelight and all these things that are in there that, you know, sound kind of uh, ancient and cool. But Pentangle isn't doing anything that makes it all that much better. They're they're playing their instruments, interest, you know, interestingly, and they're laying over things that are interesting of themselves. But when you mix it with the source material, it doesn't change it or make it better. Well, I yeah, mean, but we, sometimes we're, we're, it's about being <clears throat> the band that's bringing that to. Yeah, we're we're, we're talking about source modern. material that's ancient. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, it's, it's not so not a lot it's of not a cover get... of a girl group from <laughs> <Right>. three years <laughs> ago. Yeah. Well, but when they do that, it's not good either. <laughs> oh, I, I agree. Yeah. I, I absolutely agree with you. But no, I, I'm I'm not going to fault them for doing. Uh, honestly, like I, I don't really dig the arrangements on on those uh, mm-hmm. those songs. Their uh, their version of uh, "Once I Had a Sweetheart." Um, not not a big fan of how that was arranged. Don't want to throw a sitar in the middle of that. I'd rather not. Boing. I did like the bells, the Glockenspiel. Uh, yeah. Which one's yeah. that on? Uh, it was on. It was on "Once I Had a Sweetheart," but then there was another one that was on uh, six. Yeah, yeah uh, hunting song. Hunting song. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought those were those were really cool. Yeah, they they put some interesting stuff in. I mean, <laughs> I think I maybe just like my folk, like in Violent Femmes form. Like, I I, oh, I think that yeah. I, I think that a three piece doing acoustic stuff, but like with more upbeat, exciting things. Like, I I I'm pretty sure I hated that Donovan record, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, yeah. Um, that Van Morrison record that mm-hmm. came oh, the after Stream it. Of Consciousness one yeah, that he kind of did. Like I so I yeah. I think. This is not the place where I like to hang out. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I, I don't like it. Don't you have to go seven minutes into a fucking song to find something I like, though. It's not... It's true. It's true. I'm giving it a a neutral. Yeah. I I really don't hate it. I think that it has merit. Uh, I just need just a song or two. I'm going to give it a negative, but I am going to be like, hey, Dad, have you heard Pentangle? (laughs) Because he loves Joan Baez. And if he hasn't heard this, it's going to blow his mind. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, he's such a good son. I love my dad. As, as much as I hate everything about the things he likes, I love my dad. So, and you know, there's 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 good things to be taken from parts of this. You know, there's things that are legitimately good. You know, that are seen other places. The drummer drummed for the Bee Gees and for Elton John and for fucking Bowie. I mean, you know, his skills 
translate. And I'm sure that other members of this band have played for... Uh, the bass player played for Nick Drake. There yeah. you go. Coming right up. Well, Quite, I think... Uh, real quick question. Like, as far as, like, lyrics are concerned, do they go into Hobbit territory, like, when it's not doing the uh, the classic, like, or the, uh, the, so, the whatever... I would say so, hippie territory. But, like, well, the, the hunting song is, is an original, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, and they don't... I don't think they say elves or anything like that. No, They're but, just but, strictly yeah, medieval. You, you, I mean, it's you know, Hobbit territory, though. Yeah. Yeah, but... Well, well it's Hobbit-y. Like, like Middle Earth. Nerd I mean... Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's no dragons in here. Wizard, yeah. wizards. They never say manticore anywhere in there. But <laughs> it doesn't need to be dragons and wizards for, for it to be hobbit territory. Yeah. It, but yeah. it, it just needs to be the the mystic woods. Right. Okay. Shires and rivers and the <laughs> like. I mean, like, uh, uh, do you think that Zeppelin uh, the lyrically uh, was taking cues off of what they were singing about at this point? At like, this point, Zeppelin's already been recorded, I believe. Yeah, Zeppelin's already doing their own oh, thing. Oh, then yeah, I don't need this. Yeah, Zeppelin, we're, we're doing Zeppelin in like four or five episodes. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to go uh, negative. I, n- not my jam, like, at all. I, yeah. I can't. I, I, I would never, like, except for as a goof, like, say, hey, you should listen to this record. It's <laughs> a mean goof. Yeah. It's a goof. <laughs> Classic prank. <laughs> uh, I think I'll go, I think I would go neutral. I ha- there's enough, some of the songs are are totally fine. Like the one I'm listening to, like Hunting Song. I think the traditional songs do strike me, and the ones that have interesting Time signatures strike me as yeah, find them interesting. But overall, yeah, it's not a not a great album, uh, and I I probably wouldn't put it in this book either. I don't know if it'd be one that no, I'd, I'd re- recommend people hearing, but doesn't offend, I guess. I mean, if you're a fan of if if somehow you're a fan of folk jazz and you're not familiar with this, <laughs> if you're like, oh man, yeah, folk jazz is my bread and butter. Who's this pentangle you speak of? Absolutely, look it up. Yeah. You, will, you will love it. Yeah, but it's I'm true. assuming that anyone, all, all 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 three dozen people that are way into folk jazz probably own a few copies of this record already. Yeah. Uh, apparently, I mean, this is the only record too. I was going through the other records and I was, you know, how they like. They'll just put the bet, most popular songs of, of any artist or whatever on Spotify, other stuff. And it was just all the songs from this album. Just, <laughs> just But this was their third album, you're saying? Yeah. It's the only one I need. Yeah. And I only need about a third of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you would you put this over the Burt Yanch or you would still keep that? No, Burt I, I I like I, I think that like the the Burt Yanch, I could listen to a whole album of that. Okay. I would only listen to it once in a while, like on a rainy day, wrapped in an Afghan, drinking tea. Mm-hmm. But on that day, I could listen through the whole thing. Okay. All right, next time we'll be talking about Let It Bleed by the Rolling Stones. All right, thanks, y'all. Mm-hmm. Woo! Summertime is with us once again. Flowers bloom and everywhere again And the cold days of winter are behind us now And the springtime promises all come true Trees and grass and bushes green again The sky so blue I don't remember where